0: And welcome to another episode of Chamber Chat. I am Sally Manning from the Wagga Wagga Business Chamber. Today we have a very special guest, Naomi Stewart. Naomi is the State Business Banking Executive for ACT and Southern New South Wales for National Australia Bank. Welcome, Naomi. Hi, Sally, and thank you for having me along today. It's a pleasure. I'm really looking forward to our chat, um, Try and get some insights into the banking world, what's hot, what's happening, and what the future looks like. And just to hear a little bit more about NAB, National Australia Bank, um, your presence in Wagga Wagga, and um, particularly your branch. Um, you've got a new branch that's not long open, which is we really We sure exciting. do. And, um, you know, we
1: are really proud and excited to have opened the new um NAB Hub in Wagga. It's a really big investment from NAB into the local community. And if you haven't come down and had a look, I know you have, Sally. It is um, some great new services, um, digital banking for our customers and also the combination of having um, both our uh, personal bank but also our business bankers all together in the one
0: location. It's a fantastic um, shop front. I went to the opening. I was very privileged to be invited to that. And I just loved how you really opened up the space for us or to walk around and have a look. Um, It's very impressive. I felt like I was in the middle of a city. It has those facilities. It's got that, you know, that great branding, that great vibe. Um, And it was really great to see the staff there as well. So I was able to go up and have a look where um, the hot desks are upstairs and where all the agribank and all that kind of stuff's happening as well as obviously the day-to-day banking downstairs. So congratulations. It's a beautiful shop front um, and it definitely looks lovely in the main streets. Thanks, Sally. Well done. Um, So you touched on some of the services that you provide there so you've got the digital banking, what other, what else can we do if how can we go there and get some, um, you know, assistance from the banking team?
1: Yes, Sally. So we provide end-to-end support for businesses in the local community, um, both business and personal banking. And I'm not sure whether you know, but particularly within NAB Regional and Agribusiness, which is the, um, the area that I lead, we've got over 650 bankers in over 120 mm-hmm. locations around the country, something we're really proud of yeah. because what's really important to us is that we have local presence, so bankers on the ground mm-hmm. and also embedded and supporting our local communities. So um, here locally, um, our regional and agri team is uh, led by Lara Tritton, who I I know you know, and um, she's supported by a very experienced team. So she has four business bankers, five agri bankers, a broker, dedicated banker, and lots of specialists that support the team who are also locally based. So they're people like markets transactional equipment finance and trade and working capital so we actually have a really big mm, team incredible. based here locally
0: you do and that's so good it's all about you know employing employing locals they have those insights on the local area so they understand what's happening and they know people and it's just a really nice personal touch when you go in to have those transactions with you so um, yeah something you should be very proud of and Lara does a great job down there Lara is um, a director of the chamber and we're yeah, very she proud is. of that so thank you for that support um, yeah so there's lots happening in the hub at the moment um, I was sort of thinking on the way here you know in a a banking institution, you have access to a lot of information. Um, obviously, it's sensitive, but you have a lot, just a good feel of what's happening in the economy, um, you know, what businesses, what sectors are going well. Um, and I think it's like, it's the power of knowledge. You're a gatekeeper of knowledge. And I love that Now come together and you package that in a Horizons report, which is released annually. Is that correct? It is,
1: Sally. And um, the Horizons report is um, is part of an annual series that we bring together all different perspectives. NAB has on regional and rural Australia and businesses in those regions. So. Um you know, we are NABBI is Australia's biggest business bank. And in fact, we do bank 34% of all um, agri-related businesses as well. Yeah. something that we're extremely proud of. And, you know, we don't take for granted and we are a relationship bank. So those relationships matter. Um, so the Horizons report is designed to help elevate the issues and the opportunities that are impacting regional and agri-residents and businesses. So uh, we, we look at what's taken place over the past few years and also what lies ahead. So, uh, for me among all the data and insights in the report one thing's clear it's absolutely a great time to be living and working in regional mm. and rural australia
0: yeah and we get that vibe there's you know there's lots of challenges but there's also lots to be excited about and the innovation and what's on the horizon is really exciting i think um sorry about that i wrote that pun there mm-hmm. um but yeah and i think um to be able to package this together and this report is acts as an advocacy piece i think for the agri sector and for business in general and gives those who don't actually live and breathe regional, a really good understanding of what's happening, um, you know, what the pressure points are and what's going well. So... um Tell me a little bit more about the Horizons report. So, it's an annual report, um, and where does where do you, where do you find the data? Who are you interviewing? Where's the data coming from? So, as the
1: biggest business bank, we have one of the largest and most diverse group of customers based in regional and rural Australia. So, that provides us with the breadth and also the depth of aggregated data and the experiences that we can draw on in the Horizons report. So, the report specifically looks at life at life outside the major metro cities. So, you know. We exclude Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, you know, Perth, Adelaide, Hobart. And then we start looking at the economic business and consumer trends. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And do you get some insights from your staff as well, from their interactions or that or that's all compiled as well?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, with all the bankers that we've got um, based out in regional centres, we can also draw on their insights and interactions, both within the community and with their customers, which is really important to grab those as well.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So in saying that, what can you tell me about our region with the most recent Horizons report? Was it released a little bit earlier this year? Is that right?
1: It was. So the report was released in June 2020. And so some of the key insights we saw, we saw cash uh, that there's cash on hand as well as an appetite to invest for future success. And the demand for credit and deposit flows continued to grow over the year. So farmers took advantage of the good times to put something mm. in their bottom drawers. Yep. So uh, we saw farm management deposits up 35% in 2022. Great. And we saw no slowdown in the need for vehicle and plant with our demand for equipment finance growing by 47% wow, over that's the year. Massive. Yeah. So regional businesses also took advantage of higher interest rates on term deposits with volumes there up 50% in March 2022. And we we also saw that regional property markets have returned to growth um, in recent months um, and eased significantly less than the capitals during the past 12 months, which is interesting. So, is, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so property markets holding. Yeah. Um, and our bankers also report that a family friendly lifestyle and affordability are drawing newcomers to the region.
0: Okay, that's great. Well, hmm. I know that, um, you know, we, we are, there is a push there to seek some skilled workers from outside to come to the city. So it's nice that, you know, that, re- that is reflecting in what you guys are finding um, in your stats so um, yeah all really positive things there I think and um, we as we say like agriculture is a huge part of um, business in our region and uh, you know everyone says when the farmers are going well then the community goes well I think that's very true Um, but there are lots of other sectors as well that help support we're not solely just relying on them Um, but to very interesting that they're obviously investing in the future in their equipment um, to make sure that those, those, those bad years that we can have are um, upheld. So looking at that, what is the prediction for the future, I guess, sort of in that ag sector and what might that look? I know weather is a bit of an mm. issue. I know that people are worried about the hot summer that's coming ahead and the risk of fire um, are you seeing any of this sort of happening in your space? Is it flowing on?
1: Yeah, Sally. Look, impacts from weather conditions and climate continue to present challenges for our customers across the country. Um, and we're seeing uh, what we're seeing is that many of our customers are leaning into finding ways to make their businesses more sustainable. Mm. So our research shows that one in five small and medium business owners strongly intend to improve the sustainability of their businesses over the next two years. So um, the same research also reveals that one in four customers think sustainable sustainability has become more important to them and would choose an alternative, more sustainable product, service or brand if that was available.
0: That's so good to hear. That's
1: great. And what I would say is those findings are absolutely in line with what we're hearing directly from our customers as well, um, regionally. Um, So a couple of things that we're doing to support our customers um, on their sustainability journey is, um, you know, we launched our agri-green loan last year. Mm-hmm. And that's available to customers looking to invest in eligible on-farm practices and technologies to reduce their emissions and build resilience to climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, we also then offer green finance for, equip- uh, for um, green equipment, which includes everything from electric and plug-in hybrid cars, trucks and buses to solar panels and sustainable agricultural equipment. And we're seeing really strong demand from our customers um, around electric vehicles in particular yeah, okay. um, with annualised growth rates of over 400% wow. from FY22 to 23 yeah. um, and also strong uptake in those green loans um, since it's launched back, back in December 22. So all really positive. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, what I am also finding is our customers want to be able to have a conversation with us around that. Yeah. And so what we have done as well in conjunction with the Melbourne Business School, we've delivered climate training to more than 370 bankers. So, um, you Fantastic. know, that's, yeah, that's recognising that customer mm-hmm. appetite to better understand their trans uh, their sustainability transition and we want to ensure that our bankers are, as I said, really well equipped to have those conversations mm. with customers.
0: That's so important. And it just shows the strength of your um, investment to, you know, to your clients to make sure that you're on the same level, that you appreciate their inquiries and have a, a really ground understanding of, um, you know, what they want to achieve and how you can assist them in achieving that. So, um, you know, that's that's great to see that you guys are investing in that training with your staff. So
1: It is. And, and look, probably some of the other um, challenges and opportunities that we are seeing as well, Sally. Um, include you know labour and the availability of um, of labour is the top concern for sixteen point eight percent of regional employers um, with wages costs not far behind at twelve point two percent. I'm sure your members are you know seeing and, and, and hearing the same thing. It's a constant issue out there. The labour, um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting space. Yeah, so Very just challenging. So, despite what we would say is that growth in regional population, the skilled and unskilled farm labour remains tight. Yes,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and unfortunately, there's no magic answer for that, but I think it's just plugging away, um, you know, at our own trying to get those skilled workers to the city. Um, and then, of course, we run into other issues as well, but that's all just, you know, that's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> it I is think. indeed. Um, but it's great that, you know, um, you know, NAB are working towards assisting um, local businesses and agribusiness as much as they can in that space. Um, and with the technology that's at hand, it is streamlining a little bit more and assisting them and then knowing that they can come have those conversations with you to be able to help mm. um, is really, really good. So, Sally, what I would say as well is
1: another way that we are supporting it and recognising um, the impact of, um, of uh, natural disasters is uh, NAB is offering um, community foundation grants mm-hmm. and um, that's eligible, you know, um, customers and, and non-NAB customers are, are welcome to apply for those. And they help communities prepare for natural disasters so they can include things like disaster response tools, equipment, mental health and wellbeing training. So if um, any of your members are interested in learning more, um, they can access that through the NAB website. Yeah, fantastic. And so what was that funding called again, Naomi? It's called the community Community foundation grants. So Amazing. really, yeah, be, yeah. Um, really um, easy to find on our website, uh, and we we do several um, you know application periods throughout the year.
0: Wonderful. And is the one open just at the moment to... I think one may have just closed, but there'll be one opening again soon. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. So you've heard, you've heard it here. Mm. Get, pr- get ready to um, have a look on the website for the Community Foundation Grant. Um, really important um, to be able to have access to these sort kind of resources um, in this particular time to prepare yourself for the future. Um, I know that I've had a chat to some people up in the Snowy Mountains area and a lot of them are sort of, you know, starting to freak out a little bit. They're selling their cattle and, and clearing out. Um, and, you know, if there's another way... You you can actually help deal with this and prepare yourself. Um, it's great to know that that, that mm. is there through NAB. So wonderful um, initiative. Thank you, Naomi. Um, and so... With the Horizon Ports, when when's the next one due to come out? Yes, so the planned release will be uh,
1: in March next year, okay. uh, and the report is housed on our, our Business Research and Insights Hub, so um, on the NAB website. If uh, any of your members would like to access that, and we've got also lots of other fantastic resources online as well. And um, you know, I always like to do a little bit of a um, a call out well, as well for um, a couple of really important um, materials that are um, that you can access as well. One, um, if you're interested in um, Markets updates and hearing, you know, what NAB thinks is happening is we've got the NAB morning call podcast, mm-hmm. um, and you know I certainly try and listen to that most mornings. It's like a, a quick and easy one, so you can uh, you understand what's happening. Uh, and the other really important issue that I did just really want to touch on, Sally, as well, is cyber fraud and cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is one that is absolutely impacting our customers and our community. Um, on a daily basis, and it's really important that, um, that that the listeners today and your members and our customers um, are really across um, cybersecurity advances and education, because it's really through education and um, understanding what the scams are that we can help to alleviate cybercrime. So um, we do run um, every single month. We run online webinars, which um, customers and community members can attend, and they run through. Um, a whole heap of different tools um, that you, that you as um, a member of the community can access and also educate you on what's actually happening in that space. So really important um, if um, any of the listeners are interested, they can jump on and join um, on um, any month that they, they wish to.
0: Yeah. And so you, on top of the, the cyber webinar, you also have lots of other webinars as well, we do. you, Just in general. And they are open to the public. You don't have to be a, bank, like a member of the bank.
1: Um, so some of them, um, yeah, look, you just jump on the website and there's lots of different topics. We're usually- Hold a uh, monthly markets um, insights as well. I said it on top of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, what I would say is, you know, if you are an app customer, stay close to your banker as mm-hmm. well. And you know, they'll, they'll usually be sending those out um, yep. on a regular basis as well.
0: Yeah, amazing. And fraud, yeah, such an important topic. I know that we recently held um, an event here locally in Wagga Wagga on cyber security. And I would think a quarter of the room was your staff at mm-hmm. the bank. Lara brought the team down. Um, and I think that. It just shows the investment you have in those spaces, um, the initiative to go out and get training for the sustainable future but also to um, make sure that your staff are across cyber security because it's a forever changing sort of space and you really need to be on top of it And having that education and that power of knowledge then can be passed through to your clients.
1: Absolutely, and it's something that we talk about regularly um, with our customers. Nearly every interaction, we'll be mentioning cyber to our customers and and to the community because you know we do acknowledge we've got a really important role to play here in the Mm. community, uh, not just to keep our customers safe, but to keep everybody safe.
0: Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Really important topic there, and a lot of people sort of don't think it's going to happen, but it's just a matter of when it's going to happen. So. if you're not sort of acting on it now, you definitely need to be yeah. acting on it. So thank you for that, Naomi. Um, so there's so many great resources that you guys have. So. The best option is to jump onto the website to go through um, those offerings, the webinars, the podcast. Absolutely, the NAB
1: updates. but Sally, what I'll do as well is I'll provide you with links to all of the um, of the things that we've discussed today as well, so that you can perhaps um, you know put this with the the podcast, so that it's easily accessible by everyone. And and of course, you know, we always welcome if there's any inquiries. Um, you know, please feel free to to reach out to either um, Lara or myself if you want to learn anything um, more about what we've talked about today, or any of the NAB bankers that are based. Um, in Wagga.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Nirmie. It's been lovely to chat with you today and get some insights into National Australia Bank, um, the hub in Wagga, all your resources. And I think you're very giving with your information um, and that just forms those relationships and that community spirit. So well done to you and the team. Um, and thank you for your support of the Chamber. And um, we look forward to moving ahead and, um, and you know extending on that relationship. And I look forward to seeing the New Horizons report in March to see how things are tracking. Great. Thanks, Sally. Thanks, Naomi.